Hey everyone, welcome to the Craft Parenting Podcast, the podcast about two Cincinnati craft beer lovers with a parenting problem. Now it's a puppy problem. Not like puppy puppy, but like Clara dog. What does she want? Love and attention and a snuggle with your appendix. It's cold outside. This is a bonus episode and we are on a journey. Um, but before we get to that, my name is Joe Ludwig, and with me is my lovely wife and co-host, Caroline. How's it going, Caroline? Good. Our producer is actually producing today, so that's exciting. Or sure, exec- no, Elliot's the executive producer. She's just a producer, right? Yes. Yeah. She's actually participating today. I'm very proud of you, Clara. We are on a journey this month, so instead of regular full episodes we're doing bite-sized episodes and we missed a day because we caught the sickness it was a little sickness but we we got a little down with the sickness but uh, we are back for day 11 and we are doing the beer event calendar from higher gravity and we are chronicling that throughout this entire month what do we have for day 11 caroline we have duvels six 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 Belgian Blonde Ale. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's D-U-V-E-L. I say Duvel. Looks like D-U-U-E-L. That's a V. So, Duvel was established in 1871 by a guy named Jan Leonard Mortgatz. Mortgatz. Yeah. And his wife. And at the turn of the century, which would be 1900, he was one of over 3,000 breweries operating in Belgium. And his beer became really good. One of the few distinct flavors of beer that they make is the Duval 6.66%, which they describe as an accessible beer with typical Duval punch. Heavenly soft in taste, slightly aromatic and refreshing fruit, and refreshingly fruity due to the use of six refined hop varieties. But then they go down later and say no fewer than six different hop varieties are used for this beer. So it is a uh, golden color, big fluffy white head, very aromatic as far as, um, like it kind of smelled the zest a little bit. Yeah. And it won two awards in its launch year, but I don't know what year that was because it doesn't say. Ah. Now I'm saying won gold medal in the Hout Fermentation slash Blonde category at Le Concours International de Lyon and gold medal in the Belgian style Hoppy Blonde category at the International Beer Challenge in the United Kingdom. I don't drink a lot of Belgian ales, but um, I, I do like them. They're kind of weird. Like they can be kind of funky, right? Yeah, it's a little funky. This isn't funky. I would say this is pretty clean. Yeah. Um, Ooh, there's a... Funky Chris. description on the bottle. Let yourself be swept away by the dance of the six hop duvels, inspired by the fruity aromas of the six hops and zest of orange. Enjoy the fresh taste of this blonde duvel with natural refermentation and a beautiful, slightly cloudy appearance. I like it. I do too. This is a good one. And it's got like six dancing devil hops on the back of it. Doing like ring around the rosy around a giant D. Yep. Yes, yeah. they're, they're dancing around the D. Ah, Marco knows all about that. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to say about day 11? It's pretty enjoyable. 
I'd prefer a good Hefeweizen, but I will take a Belgian Blonde Ale. I would say those are very different. If they're cloudy and foamy and they're very, they're, they're similar but different. I don't know. I'm sleep lacking again. Totally fell asleep on the couch while watching TV with the kids. <laughs> Lily didn't fall asleep on the couch. She was the one who wanted to have fall asleep on the couch. Instead, I crashed like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Excuse me. You know, um, I'm going to throw stones in the pond of Podcastlandia and say we had more burps than a certain podcast for quite a few weeks. Oh, snap. But I heard I heard they, uh, they're back. They are back. So we'll see how long though. I mean they're pretty busy, so we'll we'll I'm just saying as far as the burp count goes, our podcast was was up there. <laughs> well actually the gnome had quite a few burps that one episode. He did, which like they never have burps in his episode. Maybe it's because they fake drink beer a bunch and this time they actually drink he beer. He was by himself. He was drinking the higher gravity beer bin calendar. There was a guy, on one of the recent episodes, there was a guy that burped. Oh. I don't remember what episode it was, though. Just that it was recent, as of this recording. And posting, because you're going to post this tomorrow. Probably. Hopefully. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see where the night takes us. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Slash today. (laughs) But it's tomorrow. It's totally tomorrow. Everyone, welcome back to the Craft Parenting Podcast. But they never left. This is the same episode. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back from the break. Uh, Joe, Caroline, Craft Parenting Podcast, podcast about two Cincinnati craft beard lovers with a parenting problem. We are back. Uh, going through the higher gravity beer event calendar of 2022. And it is day 12. It's actually day 12 today. Whoa. Tell them what we have before we make a mess. <laughs> we have the famous Narragansett um, since, 19, since 1890. Official beer of the clam. Sold I did on not, merit. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, Made on honor, sold yeah. on merit. Uh, sorry, made on honor, sold on merit. Hi, neighbor. Have a Gansett. So this is brewed by the Narragansett Beer Company, I guess, um, which was founded in 1890 by six German immigrants who came together, and less than a decade later, they were the largest selling beer in New England. So they produced 397 barrels of beer in year one, and then jumped to almost 28,000 barrels in year two. A little bit of a jump between those two numbers. Wow. And in 1901, they had turned out nearly um, 115,000 barrels of beer a year, a number that would nearly triple by prohibition. They were um, incredibly fortunate with where they were located because they were in the middle of the New York, New Haven, Hartford Railroad line. So they were able to build ice cars to transport their beer 
all over the eastern New England seaboardish area, giving them a very long reach. They had a major expansion in 1910. They have, um, in 1912, their famous Bach beer was first produced. And they used to throw the Bach Beer Festival on the brewery grounds every spring until things got way out of hand one year in the 1970s, apparently. I don't know what happened with that, but they were looking to brew the beer again in the spring of 2021 when they opened up their new brewery. Um, They are the ones that introduced tap signs in 1917, so you could point to the tap sign, make sure you got the beer that you wanted to get. Which is very handy. And that's how that eventually migrated to tap handles. Oh, okay. I was going to say I didn't have seen a tap sign before. Yeah. And then in 1919 slash 1920, this terrible thing happened called Prohibition. Um, they managed to make it through that. Um, Making by, ice cream? They made, no, they made soft, they made, um, soft drinks. Um, which included ginger ale, cream soda, root beer, and sarsaparilla. They made artificial ice, as opposed to, like, ice that you would actually, like, harvest from glaciers and stuff. Um, And they were able to fill prescriptions, because doctors would write you a prescription for beer, because they could, quote, revigorate a patient and, quote, enrich their blood. Wait, what? (laughs) That's the 1920s and 30s for you. We went to Ellis Island. We visited Ellis Island in like 20... December 2018. Mm-hmm. For kids in New York. And they had a hospital, right? Yep. Like a place where they would put sick people, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they had a hallway where they would bring the patients and it was all open. Because they thought air helped. Which it did. They just didn't know why. They had the wrong reason why, but it it still helped. But even in the winter, they would just leave the... You know, everything would be open. Yeah. But they had had a bunch of heaters to keep everybody warm. But they'd have the windows open for cross breezes and stuff. So they were... After the repeal of Prohibition, they were back up and swinging. December 5th, 1933. And in January of 1935, the beer can was invented, and they wasted no time in building a canning line for the brewery. And by 1936, they were canning all of New England's favorites, which included the famous Narragansett. Wow. And in 1944, they were official sponsor of the Boston Red Sox, and they were the first alcohol company to sponsor an American sports team. And then in 1951... Come on, Hootie. <laughs> Where you at? They sponsored the Reds, I think. Before them? First professional baseball team. Come on, Hootie. Um, in 1951, their high neighbor, Have a Gansett, slogan was coined by sportscaster Kurt Grouty. Or Gowdy. Yes. Um, sorry, I have to, like, swipey swipe through... Yeah, because it's an infographic. Uh, In 1965, they reached their peak sales when they produced nearly 2 million barrels of beer, which is almost... That's a lot of beer. (laughs) Oh, which is almost half a billion beers in a year. I was like, wait, 
You said two million barrels, but now you're saying half a billion beers. What's going on? Okay. Beers, not barrels. Okay. Um, in 1975, the Cap Captain Quint in Draw Jaws crushed a can of Gansett. Hence, they have a hashtag, crushing it like Quint. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And then in 1975, it was a dark day. They were purchased by another company. And the plan was for them to continue to grow. But um, in 1981, they actually closed their um, false staff operations and moved everything to Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I can't read the whole thing because the formatting on phone is not great. Um, but... In 2005... This actually sounds a lot like Hootie. It does. In 2005, they purchased... A bunch of Rhode Island investors purchased the brand back to bring it back to Rhode Island. What does that sound like? Christian Morheim. <laughs> um, and then in 2015, they celebrated 10 years of their independence and 125 years of brewing history. And then they opened the doors in late March of 2021 of their new brewery. Um, that is located in Providence, Rhode Island. And, yeah, now they've, they're officially back in New England. They're in New England, but they can't say Rochester, New York. Did you say Rhode Island? I did say Rhode Island. Um. So that's where the can is. That whole kind of area is pretty small. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm not familiar. I don't think I've ever been to New England. So, we are drinking the famous Nance, Narragansett Lager, um, which is 5% ABV and 12 IBUs, according to their website. It is, uh, looks like a lager. It does. It's, it tastes uh, like a lager. It, uh... Still has a head. Pretty good head. Mm -hmm. Do you spell? A little bit. So their description of the beer is made on honor for five generations. The, fav the famous Narragansett lager has been one of the greats since 1890. Pre-Prohibition era drinkers toasted Gansett. Um, Dr. Seuss illustrated Gansett. The Sox scored with Gansett. And Captain Quint crushed Gansett. Today, the highest rated, her the highest rated heritage American lager according to Beer Advocate, is brewed to be clean, crisp, refreshing, and perfectly balanced. Hi, neighbor. Have a Gansett. We have some insider information about this beer as far as why Higher Gravity picked it. Mm -hmm. Not really insider information. He, Jason, uh, commented on a Facebook post in a... Cincinnati craft beer group. In one of the craft beer groups, yeah. He said, quote, Today, December 12th, is National Ding-a-Ling Ding Day, too. It's a day where you are supposed to call up an old, out-of-touch friend and chat. This beer was chosen for today because the can always says, Hi, neighbor. Aww. So there you go. I thought it was like National Clam Day, too, or something like that, is what Julia said. That was it? <laughs> yeah. Um... That was a quote because, from Jason who put the beer in the box. Yeah. Or he had minions who put the beer in the box. 
helpers. Yeah, because food pairings for this is, um, it brings out the natural sweetness and salinity of shellfish, so clams and oysters are a no-brainer. It also pairs great with peppery cheeses and spicy cuisine. Excuse me. I can see that. Not a big seafood person, nor a clams person. I really want some seafood now. What's open at 9.30 at night that serves good seafood? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It's a terrible idea. Don't follow that line of thought. Yeah. Go do some housework or something. Housework, yeah. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say about this beer before we get in trouble? No, it's really yummy. Lots of similar history between these guys and a certain local Cincinnati beer. Group of beer, like Christian Merlin and Hudipo. Yeah. Yeah. So Shailing. Yeah. It's like poetry, it rhymes. Yeah. The 80s were not kind to a lot of beer, it seems like. Nope, it was definitely not. Unless... I mean, the 80s wasn't really kind to anyone. If you've seen the photos, your dad had some very questionable fashion and hairstyling choices in the 80s perms he got perms he got perms and he was totally rocking that 80s porno stash not a great look for him <laughs> and he was not the only one but it was it was not a great look for anyone on that note if you like what you've heard please uh, leave us a five star rating and review on apple's itunes or if your podcatcher of choice has that ability, we appreciate that as well. Share the show with your family and friends. It what helps it's what helps us grow. Any negative feedback can be sent to at Raging Hop on Twitter. You are Craft Parenting Joe on Instagram. And I am at Caroline Creates Crafts. And I'm gonna finish this beer. And hopefully not fall asleep again. We have a website too. Oh, we do have a website too, that's right www.craftparentingpodcast.com That's where we post the show notes. Plus some stuff that doesn't make it into the podcast. What is up with... Our producer says that it is time for us to go. Have a great night, morning, day, evening. Bye! Glasses wider and shorter. Like, see, I got all this space here, but there's no beer. More backseat beer pouring. You're giving me less beer. I will not stand for this. <laughs>